feel the presence of God, right? And to learn, and to learn something about this awesome, awesome being that's called God. That's why you. That's why you're here. You're here to, so you could get to know Him more, right? You could know the Lord more. That's why you're here. And um, this God has given us breath, life, so that we can study and look into the Bible, and it has to be explained. Sure, you have a Bible, but somebody has to explain it to you. That's why I gave the uh, ministry. And if the church could run itself, then it would not need a minister. You understand? It's it's the minister that order the affairs of the church, not the church, not the congregation. If if you have a church where the congregation is ordering everything, what would you have in a school? If the teacher shows up and the student, they're the ones that's teaching. Would that be a good school? But uh, but that teacher stands up and explains. And if they listen to that teacher, after a while, they'll be going to college. They'll move up in grades. But if they teach themselves and make their decisions, then they're bound to fail. And what we have, what we have lost sight of is that we believe that God has forsaken the church and, you know, the age we're living in because everything is out of order. But God has never, never lost control of his church. God is still in charge of the church. Jesus Christ is the head and he has never been replaced. Of course, men, men try to replace him, but he's still the head of the church. And we thank God tonight that we could feel him. And the Lord, uh, the Lord loves what he's feeling. See, it's not always only shouting. But you could sit there, or whatever you're doing, and um, Brother, Brother Andre was playing that instrument, and he, he leaned over on it. See, in worship. And God was touching him. God is still touching him. God is touching you. And God just just settles you down, settle a church down. And God uh, knows what he's doing. And then he builds you up. See, there are different ministries. Ministry of the prophet. But God has been so good to us in, a, in this church. And it's time to... Uh, it's time to get... Uh, serious with the word of God it's not just going to church for years but we have not learned anything no changes so you don't understand why do you go to a doctor and then get an operation operating table if you didn't want that problem to be taken out of you see well that's what a church is See, when we come to church, it's God, uh, the Holy Spirit, 
take things out of our lives and put things in our lives. See, the Holy Ghost is a sharp sword. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So um, we're glad to be here tonight and Wednesday night to a of a timely Bible study um, just to um, not predicting anything, not giving dates or, you know, months or years, but to, um, but just to know what God is doing and where we are, just about where we are on the time clock of God. God has a clock. He has appointed a day. The scripture said he has appointed a day in the which he will judge the world. And you're not going to know what God is doing by your just looking at your television or your newspaper or your phone. Actually, sometimes these things are a distraction. But this is uh, one book. See, it's a big book, 66 books. And uh, you can... Um, you can quote a whole chapter and you still don't know what he's talking about. Okay? You can quote the whole book. You can quote all of the chapters in and all the verses in Revelation are in all of the the um, the books. You still don't know what God is doing unless God reveals it. You have to pray for God to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You have to have that. See? Uh, well, I can quote a dozen scriptures, yes, but do you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ? Do you know what God just said? No. Many times we don't know. So, we quote it, but understand this. Uh, was it the, um, was it Philip asked the eunuch? And the eunuch was reading said, so do you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I? How can I unless some man teach me, explain me? So that's why God gave the, the ministry when the Bible said when he ascended in uh, Ephesians 4, when he ascended on high. When was that? When was that? When, that was the resurrection. When he ascended on high. That, when he, that was when he went back to heaven. When he ascended and high, he led captivity captives. That's one. And two, he gave gifts to men. See, powerful what he did. Now I know that uh, you can interpret it. When he ascended and high, he led captivity captives. And uh, uh, he led captivity captives. Yes, but who were those captives? Who were those captives? I want you to figure it out for yourself. And uh, where were where were they? See, because he descended in the heart of the earth, and he rose and he led captivity captives. But who was the captives? Not you. Not me. Because here we are. He led captivity captives. And then he gave gifts to men. What are the gifts? Apostles. 
prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. So here was two things he did. He led one captivity captives. And that's a whole lot that's said right there. I'm not going to go too far, but leading captivity captives because there are other, others that have gone on before us. He, he made a statement. He said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he, was, saw, it, he saw it and he was glad. And God, God is doing a lot of things and God is a wise God. It's we're the ones that are confused. God's not confused. We're the one that's confused and we don't understand the Bible. And we think that we're just going to get it. Have you ever heard such? You, you just don't get an education if you don't go to college, university, right? You know, our study. But you just get up and wish that. Or you, you have all the books, but you don't read it. You don't understand it. So we have the 66 books of the Bible, but we don't understand it. How long have you have the Bible? But we don't understand the Bible. And we're living in an age that the Bible is a closed book. We, we don't have the knowledge of the word of God. And when you tell the church, you say, no, we know. No, I'm talking about an understanding of the scriptures. So, so um, uh, that's what we... That's what we are supposed to get into the word of God. Uh, we've been studying revelations. And we'll go back and forth in other scriptures. Revelations. Uh, Daniel. And these books. Uh, I gave assignments. And you do well to read it. What am I doing? So you can enlarge your hearts. And in the things of God. Um. Revelations chapter 1, 2, 3, that dealing with the church age, especially chapter 2 and 3. Then we've been over it in chapter 4 and 5. The church age has come to an end and now the judgment. And the introduction of the kingdom where Jesus Christ will return and reign as King of Kings and, and Lord of Lords. You should be following and grasping. These things, you know, getting a hold of these in your mind. Um, uh, let me just read a little. Let's just read a little bit in chapter 4, okay? After this revelation, I looked. After this, after what? We've been through the church age. is over. The Laodicean age, the Philadelphian age. After this, I looked. Let's read. And behold... A door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were, notice, a trumpet. Well, how is the Lord returning for the, for the catching away? With a trumpet. The trumpet doesn't mean it's an horn, but it's his own voice. The Lord doesn't need a, tr a, a wind instrument or something, but... It's a trumpet. The door was open in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were. But notice what kind of trumpet it was. It was a talking trumpet. Amen. A trumpet talking with me. And what was it saying? See, a trumpet talking with me. Which said, what did it say? Well, come on, say it all. 
come up, come up either, come up here. Okay, so now come up here, and I will show thee things which must be future. Now they're going into the future. Remember, uh, past, present, future. Okay, yesterday, today, forever. So now. When John got it in, in chapter 1, okay, we were heading into the church age. But now for 2,000 years, the church age is coming to, has come to a close. So now there is another uh, avenue of God. He said, come up either, and I will show you things. He had not seen that yet. The church had not yet seen that. They don't understand it. It was future. But now he said, I will show you things which must be hereafter. From here on out, these things now will begin to be present. Not just future or hidden anymore. Follow me? Uh, and uh, where am I? Come up either and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And notice what happened. The next verse says, what happened? How quickly? You see the Lord descend from heaven with a shout, voice of archangel, trump of God, and the dead in Christ in a, it shall rise, and in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, how quickly? And immediately, I was in the spirit. When? And behold, a throne. Notice what he saw now. This is very important. I saw a throne was set, set in heaven. Okay, a throne was set in heaven. But notice who's sitting on the throne. One sat on the throne, one. Okay, there's one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a, Jasper and a sardine stone. Now this this was the father. Okay, this was God the Father sitting upon the throne. That's the I mean no one can describe it. John John said he was to look upon a as a jasper and a sardine stone. And Daniel seven, you get there. Daniel seven described him as the ancient of days. You get it? You following? Very important. Ancient of days. Okay. And there was. Notice on a line that there was what? You need to pay attention to that. And there was a rainbow. Round about the throne. A what? In sight. We'll come back there. In sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were. Four and twenty seeds. That's the twenty-four elders. You know about that. And up on the seeds, I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiments, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. Now, these are not angels. Don't let anybody tell you. Okay, these are not angels. In Revelations, I think, 11, or you'll find out uh, 
that these were redeemed from the earth. These are not angels. It says that I, where am I? And run about the throne were four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiments. And they had on their heads crown of gold. Now it's giving you, now we're heading into the first fruits uh, catching away. Okay, you have the first fruits. I'm not talking about chapter 7 of Revelation. The Great Tribulation Harvest. Okay, we, we're focusing on chapter 4 and chapter 5 a little bit right here. So you get this thing. And you begin to understand. Otherwise, you'll never understand. You get a verse here and a verse there. That's what happened to the church. We get a few verses and we're all over the place. And we don't understand. We've got to read all of the, all of the word of God. Okay, so um, in verse 5. And out of the throne. Remember now, because... We, I showed you Sunday that Hebrews uh, 4, verse 16 was the throne of grace. Come on. The throne of grace. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. We are now in the time of the throne of grace. But then now what we are approaching now is the throne of judgment. Now, the throne of grace doesn't have lightning and thunderings and all of these things. But the throne of judgment has that. Okay, we are approaching the judgment of the Lord. And judgment begins where? At the house of God. So, and But they are going to be judged. Not for eternal life. But for rewards. And out of the throne proceeded. Follow. Lightnings and thunderings and voices. Boy, I want to hear what they are saying. Can you imagine? This is the wisdom of the ages of the church and all of these mighty apostles and prophets. And I mean, what are they saying? And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. And it tells you which are the seven spirits. Do you see how the word of God guides you? Step by step. Which are the seven Spirits of God. Verse 6 says. And before the throne. There was a sea of glass. We've gone through this. Okay. A sea of glass. you got to be pure. Somebody said don't, don't touch me pastor. You're not going to deal with my life. Really. I'll get it done. And I'll do this. Really. The word of God. And God sets in the church a ministry. To deal with our lives. Nobody get in the kingdom. Without being dealt with. And if you. Uh, whom the father loveth he chasteneth. And scourged every son that he received. God, God chastens us. And if you be without chastisement. Then what are you? You're not God's children. So some people say. Oh he correct the church. Well, what is it? What does he. What is his job? That's what he's for. You got to straighten the church out. Don't uh, don't uh, uh, a mom and dad correct their children? If you have a home that they don't correct them, you'll find out. How much more the house of God? If you be without correction, chastisement, say you don't belong to God. But whom the Father loveth, he chastens. So no, nobody deal with your case? 
Oh, you're perfect then. Because if you're not perfect, you have to be, be dealt with. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full. These are four that it's really living creatures. Okay, it's not just four beasts like you think. Okay, but these are four living creatures. Okay, I notice. Go back there. There are four uh, living creatures, and they were what? Full, full of eyes. Where? Before. That's the future. That's the future. And behind. That means they knew everything that went on in the past. Including what's going on in our lives. And they know everything that's coming in the future. Hallelujah. Now. When the first fruit harvest is gathered there. You find out. That look at. Look at. What. The church is going to meet. The welcome. The instruction. The government. The knowledge. How would you like to have a teacher that has eyes before and behind? <laughs> Come on, somebody. They were full of eyes. Now, this eyes is not just, you know, it's the eyes of understanding. Your eyes of understanding. That means they could see in the past. They know what happened. Huh? If you knew everything that happened in the past and everything that's going to happen in the future. They know. Uh, you have a teacher that knows everything. Past, present, and future. I want to show you the, the, the church, how the church will, will uh, come up and the rewards that will be given. It says that um, they had eyes before and behind, and they were full of eyes before and behind. We'll, we'll, we'll get that in Ezekiel 2, but I'm going very slow here. So you can get it. And uh, verse 7 is it. And the first beast. Uh, the, yeah the first beast or living creature. One like a lion. And the second beast living creature was like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. Verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings. Some other places there are four wings, but six wings about them, about him. And they were full of eyes within, inside, light. Not, do you understand what the millennium and what God expects and what God is going to do for us? Full of eyes, full of understanding. Open my eyes, Lord, that I see. Not just this, but the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your heart. See, when, when you get your eyes open, you're full of light. You, you, you worship God. You praise God. But when, you're, when the dark cloud is coming over you, you change. See, you don't have the light. You don't beam out with the light of God. You don't have that Smile and that joy and praise the Lord anymore. Because uh, when the light that is in you becomes dark, that's what the devil does. 
See, blindness in part happened to Israel. That means the light that they had went dim. The devil put the light out. Lights out. And just darkness, spiritual darkness. So you can go to church and you don't hear what the pastor is saying. You don't hear the message because there's darkness in you. But if the Lord ever touch you and light shines, you're going to see you get your hands up and begin to praise the Lord. And even cry. But when that darkness is coming in, I don't feel like serving the Lord. You don't feel like praising the Lord. Where am I? Okay. And the four beasts and each of them six wings about. We have that. And they were full of eyes within and they rest not. Look at this. Can you, can you pay attention a little bit? And they what? And they rest not. Day and night. Look, look, look. I'm talking about the four living creatures. What are they doing? They're full of lights. They're full of eyes, understanding and knowledge behind and before. And look what their job. Look what they're assigned to do. What? They're not even preaching a lengthy sermon. All they're doing, look at that. Saying. Holy, holy, holy. Count, count, count the words that they're saying. I think it's 14 words. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. They cease not day and night because there's no night there. How would you like to have a job like that? Huh? But you got it? Hallelujah. If you ever. See there are things in the word of God. That's so awesome. If you ever begin to spend time with God. And stop asking for things. <laughs> stop complaining. Stop you know. Pouting. Stop thinking about people. Or what this one did. Or what this one didn't do to you. Or, or they're not fair. Or they're not. I give you just one little revelation right there. That will serve you for the rest of your life. And eternity. Look at that. Look what the living creatures were doing. And yet they were filled with eyes behind and before. And they were all they were doing, what were they, what were they doing? Saying they seize not. Okay? And they rest not. Look at that. They didn't take a rest break. They didn't take a, a coffee break. They didn't take a donut break. They didn't uh, take no breaks day and night and they rest not come on come on church you get your hands up a little bit and you're, you're tired you're you know a few minutes you you sing a song two times they were repeating it over and over holy 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 brother the awesome presence of God almighty Oh my God. You have to know how to create and entertain the spirit of God. And they're saying holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty. What, what if we have people come to this church and walk up and down the aisles and just say holy, holy, holy. But you don't do that. We don't do that. We find 
other things to do. And it's because we're carnal, carnality. But you ever found a church or a group of people, even in your own private life, saying, look at that, they rest not day and night. What does that mean? That was an eternal assignment. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was, look at that. He said, but they were only saying 14. No, they were saying more than because which was, they gone back to who God was in eternity. And they're talking about what God was right then. And what God was going to be in the future. So what they were doing. They had a job to call the past, present, and the future together. And to keep it together. Are you following what I'm saying? Now you're learning something, right? That's why you need a church. Not, yeah, yeah. You need a church. You sit down and be taught the word of God. Everybody doesn't have it. And when you have it. And you. Only from this. Not from this. Ain't nothing up here. There's nothing up here. Holy. You see. There's nothing that, that, that God did in the past that's lost. Because these holy creatures are going to call it back. Which was? You're holy right now, but you were just as holy as far back as you could go in eternity. He was God and he was holy. And as far as you can go in the future, he is holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can get down on your knees. Oh, tonight, try it. Try a little. Before you go to bed, try it. Get on your knees and just say, don't ask him to wake you up in the morning. Don't ask him. Just holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. You see what the church, thank you. Do you see what the, what's the greetings and the lesson going to be for the church when they step into glory? When you step to the door that's open into the heavenly and here these are awesome beings, these are teachers. Teaching us how to worship God. How to communicate, how to give Him praise. And notice and when they, uh, is it verse 8, 9? Said, but notice here, and when those living creatures gave glory, notice what they did glory and honor <laughs> and thanks to him that sat on the throne. Remember verse 1, the throne? The, the one that sat on the throne was like a a jasper and a sardine, was it? Sapphire, whatever, some stone. Who live it, look at that, forever and ever. So here's a being that's lived, he lived it from ever and ever. 
But he has creation that is now at a level of intelligence and they have grown in God that they can see the, in the past. And when they look in the past, they weren't even worrying too much about creation. They were focused on the holiness of God. And the present. They focus on the holiness of God. And the future. They focus on the holiness of God. And what did he say? What the scripture says? Be ye holy. Sam holy. Do you know what I mean? You're going to get there. She walked through heaven's gate and first thing, holy, holy, holy. We, we were visiting somebody last week and as soon as we got in, they have a policy, the shoes off. And we obeyed. And we took our shoes off. When you walk through those doors, that open door, come up either, and you're met with the holiness of God. You talk about walking streets of gold and drinking milk, guy, but you're going to be consumed with the holiness of God. Holy! And when those beasts, living creatures, give glory and honor and thanks to Him, my God, that sat on the throne. Verse 1, chapter 4. Am I making it clear for you? Slow, clear. <laughs> Who live it? You see, you see the revelation you're getting right there? You see the school? Who live it? Forever. And put another forever that cannot end. But you join another forever to something that cannot end. In other words, you're joining another eternity to an eternity. You join an everlasting to an everlasting. Endless. Holy. Endless. You want to begin to communicate to the greatness of God in the past? Just begin to tell him holy. And you get there through holiness. You don't need a fortune teller, psychic or somebody to tell you past or present or future. You just need the holiness of God to carry you. I feel like shouting. Is there another verse or that's it? The four and twenty, look at this. The four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him. Notice what they did. What they did. The presence of God is so strong in there that they fell down. They fell down. 
and worship him that liveth forever and ever. And cast their crowns before the throne. Saying. Let's see what the 24 elders says. What does the elder say? Remember the four living creatures says holy. 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 Now you're in the throne room of God. And now the 24 elders says. Thou art read it. Thou art worthy. O Lord. To receive one. Glory. And honor. And power. Now hold on there. What are we seeking now? Romans 2 7. To them who by patience. Continuance in well doing. What's well doing? Fight the church. Get unbelief in your heart. Or just submit to the word of God. And study the word and listen. Help me. Huh? Well doing. What's a well doing? Are you well doing tonight? Well that's what you continue in well doing. You don't throw your hands and give up. Continuing in well doing. Seek for glory. Honor. And enjoy. So here now, here's what the 24 elders found. And that's what you have to have. That's what these studies are for. That's what this church is about. That's what this church is for. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created. Look at this. Has created all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were. Was, that word is, is it past? Present, past. They are and were created. Why were you created? For the good pleasures of God. Now, you, I have to go slow, you know, so you can get it. Now, go, go, go back now to. Oh, I'm tempted to just go forward a little, and then over the weekend we can come back. But uh, let me stay right here, okay? You go back now. We we had the trumpet, verse one, talking. We had the this the door was open in heaven, verse one, right? Of chapter 4. Am I right? And then. Uh, then uh, there was the, the. There was a being sitting on the throne. Now we're going to have to get over into Daniel 7. Did I give you all Daniel 7 to study? Okay. And there. Uh, it says. And immediately I was in the spirit. And he that sat on. Remember verse 3. Was to look upon as a jasper. One was sitting on the throne. Okay let me. Then come on down verse 4. And round about the throne. Were four and twenty seats. With the twenty four elders right. And they were clothed with white raiment. That's the righteousness of, of Christ. Revelations 19. And they had on their head crown of gold. And out of the throne. Proceeded. Notice it. Notice. Out of the throne. That this. Ancient of days, Daniel will tell you, sitting on, proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices 
And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. You know why? Because this is a throne of judgment. And now it's judgment. Not, 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 uh, not grace. Not the throne of grace. So here, the judgment of God is coming. It's time for judgment. The day of grace is over, so now it's time for judgment. But uh, the judgment of God is coming. But what answers? What answers? Judgment. A covenant. See, God made a covenant to man. And when the judgment of God was coming, just like it was in the days of Noah, the covenant of the covenant that God made to Noah kicks in. Amen. Amen. You have to follow now. I'm go that's why I've been repeating and going slow. You get there. So not here. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings, thundering, that's judgment, and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. But look at verse, um, and before the throne, and there was a sea of glass, like unto uh, to crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four bees full of eyes. Okay, where is the verse, the rainbow? Okay, go back to verse 3. Yeah, alright, here now. Look. And he that sat are you reading? Satan was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was what? A rainbow round about the throne inside like unto an emerald. Here was the judgment. Lightnings and all of that. But just before that judgment break out. That would consume everything. God remember his covenant. The rainbow covenant in Genesis. Hold on. <clears throat> Boy I wish I had time. In Genesis. Chapter 9. Remember I gave you that? Verse. Uh, Genesis chapter 9. Start at verse 11. Verse 17. Genesis chapter 9. Verse. Uh, for time's sake. Can we. Verse. Uh, Go, yeah, verse 11. Let's, let's read that. Help me read that. And I will establish. 9 verse what? Verse 11. And I will establish my covenant. With you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off. Anymore. By the waters of a flood. Neither shall there. Any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Okay. And God said. This is the token of the covenant which I made between me and you. And every living creature that is with you. For, per, uh, for perpetual what? Generation forever. I do set my bow. That's a rainbow. In the clouds. And it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. So now the judgment chapter 4 of Revelation is coming. 
Verse 3. But now here appeared a rainbow. And it shall come to pass. When I bring a cloud. That's a cloud like in our day. Cloud the flood. Over the earth. That the bow shall be seen. In the cloud. And now. We're going to pick it up Sunday. And go in Revelation 10. And all of these. Ezekiel chapter. So I've laid a tremendous pillar. Our foundation right here. See, it's Bible school, isn't it? These are hard subjects. But you're getting it. And I will remember my covenant. This is called this is called the uh, the covenant that's made to Noah, to man. No no Noah covenant, something like that. You have the Abrahamic covenant, you have the Davidic covenant, and you have the Noah covenant, covenant to Noah that's made to man. That's when the judgment of God will come. The rainbow come and God see the rainbow. Remember his covenant. And the full judgment does not apply. Amen. Now look at this right here. And I will remember my covenant. Which is between me and you. And every living creature. Of all flesh. And the water shall no more. Become. A flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud. And I will look upon him. Upon it. That I may remember the everlasting. What? The everlasting covenant between God. And every living creature. Of all flesh. That is upon the earth. Verse 17. God said unto Noah. This is the token. Of the covenant. Which I have established. Between me and all flesh. That is upon the earth. Powerful isn't it? And now here God in. Chapter 4. The church is. Is gone. But now the judgment of God is coming. That means the seventh. Last plague of the wrath of God. And going into the trumpet seals. And so on. Vials and woes and all of that. But here in verse. Verse 3. He sees the rainbow. Amen. He sees the rainbow round about the throne. In sight like unto an emerald. And God remember his covenant. Hmm? And. Round about his throne. And there was the elders was there and everything. Then. We will. See how God is faithful to his covenant. How God keeps his covenant. We'll, we'll pick that up. I hope tonight you, you receive something. I, I hope you've received. I hope you've received something tonight.